It's time for Lobo Talk, and you can participate right now. Call us at 243-3333. Now, here's the voice of the Lobos, Robert Portnoy. Good evening, everybody. We welcome you live inside Salt Yard East for another edition of Lobo Talk, live on the UNM Sports Radio Network. 6001 Osuna Road Northeast, just east of San Mateo. We're talking Lobo football with you from 7 to 8 p.m. We're live with Lobo Head football coach Danny Gonzalez. I'm your host, Robert Portnoy. Coach G, how are you doing this evening? Doing great. Thank you. Uh, another terrific night. It's gotten a little chillier, though. This feels like late fall now. It's going to be um, brisk. It on is. Friday I mean, night, it's, isn't it? it's supposed to be around 32 at kickoff. But there's not supposed to be any wind or any any uh, moisture, so come on out, bundle up, and watch the Lobos play the Aztecs. Hey, Lobo Talk is brought to you by Salt Yard. Come sit, stay, and play. We're at Salt Yard East, your brand-new home for Lobo Talk for 2022-2023. We're here throughout all of football and basketball seasons talking Lobo athletics with you. So, Coach G, uh, this is a big week for you. I, uh, let me count the ways, but we'll start with this. Um, you're, as the head coach at University of New Mexico, welcoming a school where you had a ton of success with your mentor, Rocky Long, into University Stadium to play you for the first time. This is a big deal, San Diego State coming on Friday night for you. It is. I mean, it, uh, that San Diego will always be special to me and my family. It's where my boys really grew up and went to school and graduated from high school. Uh, my girls started school there. I mean, we have a lot of, of great close friends and like you said, we had a ton of success. I mean, I asked Coach Long earlier in the week. I said, "Do you have any regrets of of quitting what you were what you had built and come back here?" He said, "Absolutely not. I'm I'm where I want to be, where I'm supposed to be, and we just got to keep working and plugging away." I want to say this because I was asked this earlier today, and this was my answer, and I want to hear what your answer would be because um, the question was basically, "It's been a tough year. Um, what?" gives you the feeling that things are continuing to move in the right direction. And I said, the first thing I said was, look, let's remember that 2020 is basically a wash. That the situation with that, you guys playing and practicing on the road with no weight room, a bonus you get two wins at the end of a, an abbreviated seven-game schedule. But basically, this is year two of a building process. And I said, look at who is here. This group has had success for decades and it's the formula that has worked for so long patience with this formula it's going to happen and i guess uh, that's a question it's like a big picture question but um fans are asking and, and that was my response mm -hmm. and I, I i'm completely 100 percent you know behind process and you just need the community to stick with it right no there's no doubt i mean the frustrating thing is we're two and eight and there's been numerous games. I mean, five of the seven that we, or five of the eight that we've lost, have been one-score games in the fourth quarter, where we've had the ball two, three, or four times with an opportunity to go score and win the football game. And we have uh, obviously that was a, a big part of the reason that I made a change midway through the season at offensive coordinator. Uh, we're we're good enough on defense to stay competitive and be close in games. If we can score 24 to 28 points. I mean, we're, we're looking at a completely different record. And incapability uh, of doing that has put us where we're at. And I know it's got a lot of people frustrated, and that's okay. I mean, I'm in, 
I'm into this every single day and see the things we're doing. I, I see where we're. Uh, but we need to perform better as an offense. And that's that was the big spark in making a change midway through because I thought for the direction of our program, it needed to be done. Now, this isn't uh, that we're still in the process of building this and going into year four next year, uh, which the reality, all reality of it is, I mean, 2020 is what it is. The fourth year of our program, we don't need two, three more years to build with a new offensive coordinator. We've got some pieces. We need to add some additional pieces in recruiting. But we're a competitive football team, and that's what I said we'd be this year. We have just critically wounded ourselves in critical moments of games. It's why we're 2-8, and eight and, and we don't have a different record. When your home has a plumbing, heating, cooling, or electrical problem, you need experts you can trust. Call your friends at TLC Plumbing today. So another analogy that I was making is that let's look at your opponent this week, San Diego State. They went through midseason upheaval and were able to turn it around in season. And they've won four of their last five. But it's established. The culture is established. Mm-hmm. It's been there for a decade now. And it's different deal. Um, this, again, in process here. But ultimately, that's where you want to be, where those kinds of things, and you can get back on track. No, it's where we were before, and Coach Long was the head coach here. Uh, Brady Hoke, who's the head coach there now, obviously started the process, but Coach Long built that machine into what it is. And I was a part of that staff the entire time. Uh, their big turnaround after Boise State, they struggled mightily on offense. They decided to make a change in offensive coordinator, much like us. Um, the biggest difference there is the guy that they named offensive coordinator, Jeff Horton. He was Rocky's offensive coordinator for seven of the nine years that Coach Long was the head football coach. And what Coach Horton has been able to do in the last five weeks is really, really impressive. Uh, from where they were struggling offensively, they were averaging about 220 yards a game. They're right around 400 yards a game now. But they're scoring. I mean, they scored 41 points last week against San Jose State, who I think is the best defense in our league uh, with, with Air Force. So he's done a really good job. He's a veteran coach. And, and you have to give all the credit in the world. What, what Coach Horton has done in the last five weeks is unbelievable. And amazing to me that they're able to bring a guy who had come in as a quarterback and then they move him to DB and they bring him back to quarterback and that's the guy that's doing it in this process that's remarkable well I'm I don't talk bad about coaches so I won't say anything there but he played (laughs) as a safety 60 snaps in the game before Hawaii when they had to make a move and now he's a quarterback and what he did on Saturday I mean he's a big old joker and he was a transfer from Mississippi State Uh, sometimes power five transfers don't always work out sometimes they do um, he's making Coach Horton look really, really smart. Now, I don't know if Coach Horton's the one who decided to make him the quarterback, but he's the one that has used him in ways that have made them a lot more successful. And they're playing they're playing at a pretty high level right now, so we've got a great challenge, so I'm excited about. Jalen Maiden is a true dual threat, too, isn't he? I mean, you, you look at what he did in their last one, and, I mean, this is efficient, boy. 77% completion, 17 out of 22. He threw for almost 270 yards and three touchdowns. Did throw one pick. But he also rushed 13 times for 61 yards. You see that, and you know immediately that that's not all scrambling. No, not at all. I mean, a lot of those are are design runs. Uh, I think another impressive thing about what Jeff Horton has done there is Maiden's a left-handed quarterback. And you, as an offensive coordinator, you have to be able to handle all those things. Now, you have right-handed quarterbacks your whole time, and now you've got left-handed coverage, so all your boot plays, all your rollout plays to give him the best chance to be successful – 
are almost called backwards. The field and leans the other way. It is, and it hasn't seemed to affect them the last couple games. Impressive. Okay, there's a, a great deal that's still going on right now. We want to tell you about it because it'll include this weekend's Friday night game against San Diego State at University Stadium and then the big rivalry matchup, the Rio Grande rivalry men's game, New Mexico State versus UNM. That's Saturday. And also Sunday's um, ASU visit to the pit to take on women's basketball. It's a combo pack. It's available for purchase through tomorrow night, Thursday night, at midnight. You purchase any New Mexico State men's basketball ticket, and you get the San Diego State football ticket automatically. You can do that for as low as $20 for both games. And for just 5 bucks more, purchase the women's basketball game against Arizona State on Sunday. That's a grand total of 25 bucks. And you can get all three games. It's a flash sale. Go to golobos.com slash flash. And we hope that you uh, come out for all three of them. That's a pretty good combo. No, that, that's an unbelievable combo. I mean, you said it's good <laughs> through midnight tomorrow night. Um, go get them. Why, why, why would, I mean, the, the, and you better go get them quick because the pit's almost sold out for Saturday night's game against New Mexico State. And after what Coach Patino and the boys did last night in Dallas, it should be sold out. So that's an exciting opportunity. Uh, I, I'm just going to call it out right now. I mean, what are you waiting for? If, if you're a Lobo fan mm-hmm. and your team is 3-0 and and you watch what they did last night to SMU on the road, beat down by 20 on the road, any true road win is a good win. A road route uh, over a team that beats you by double digits in your building the year before, I mean, what are you waiting for? It should be 15-4-11. 15-4-11 on Saturday, sellout. We know that the suites are all sold, so let's go to the other tickets sold. Shouldn't even be close. No doubter. Nope. Okay. All right. Let's do it. Um, fans, we want to mem- uh, remind you that Route 66 Casino Hotel is proud to be the official sponsor of Lobo Football. Get your kicks only at Route 66 Casino Hotel. We're live at Salt Yard East. We have Lobo Head Football Coach Danny Gonzalez. We're here till 8 o'clock. We'll take your phone calls at 505-243-3333. 505-243-3333. Your location, 6001 Osuna Road Northeast. We're east of San Mateo. The phones on the other side. More with Lobowood football coach Danny Gonzalez as well as we preview San Diego State coming to University Stadium Friday night light, 745. We hope you'll join us back after this on Lobo Talk on the UNM Sports Radio Network. Off-campus housing is a need for both students looking for flexibility in housing options and income-producing property for investors. Maddox Management connects renters and property owners. Locally owned and operated, Maddox Management is a full-service property management company and brokerage. They rent and manage residential rentals, single-family homes, multifamily properties, townhomes, condos, lofts, and commercial properties. Maddox Management, providing quality properties for renters and investors. 515 Central, just west of I-25, or call today, 242-0989. MaddoxMGMT.com. Hey, Lobo fans, let Salt Yard Hospitality help you plan your next event. Everything from graduations, holiday, corporate parties, bridal and baby showers, birthdays, and weddings. Come celebrate your special occasion at their east or west location with fun and unique spaces. Call 505-750-YARD or email info at thesaltyardnm.com. Salt Yard, the home of Lobo Talk. Go Lobos! You're listening to Lobo Talk on the UNM Sports Radio Network. If you are 65 or older, you know this. Watching your hard-earned dollars fly out the window on health care costs is frustrating. Well, here's something that can really help, and it's worth taking a minute to look into. MediShare 65+. MediShare is a community of Christians who share each other's health care bills 
And it really is a community too. People encourage and pray for each other. Well, MediShare 65 Plus is a low cost option for those with Medicare Parts A and B, and it fills in the gaps where Medicare stops. It's a great way to fight inflation too. You can lock in one low monthly price for up to 10 years. And it's easy. You can use any Medicare approved doctor or get 24-7 telehealth access from the comfort of your home. Very worth looking into during Medicare open enrollment, which ends December 7th. If you join right now, your second month share will be free. So don't miss this chance. Call 800-PSALM-16. That's 800-PSALM-16. 800-PSALM-16. The World Tournament of Soccer kicks off next week in Qatar, and to make sure you're up to speed, we present Qatar Kickaround. All this week, the Kickaround guys are providing a primer of episodes for those watching their very first World Tournament or anybody who just wants to learn more. And group previews all the way from A through H and predicting how they'll turn out. Will the U.S. even get out of their group? Will we get a surprise first-time winner? Or will we get the storybook ending of Messi finally lifting the trophy? Andy, Peter, and Lars are your soccer friends from the group stage to the final, all available at thekickaround.com or wherever you listen. Welcome back to Salt Yard East, your home for Lobo Talk here on the UNM Sports Radio Network. We are live from 7 to 8 p.m. talking with Lobo Head football coach Danny Gonzalez. All in Autographs is Albuquerque's premier sports memorabilia and collectible destination. Visit All in Autographs at allinautographs.com. We gave you the phone number, 505-243-3333, 505-243-3333. Let's get right to the phone lines coming out of the timeout, waiting through the break. Our Lobo in the Volunteer State, Keith in Memphis, is with us. Keith, welcome to the program. You're on with Coach Gonzalez. Go ahead. Hello. Excuse me. Hello. Thanks for taking my call. Um, I'd like to ask if I could stay on the line because Internet problems over here in Memphis at the moment, so I don't have you over the Internet. Appreciate it if uh, I don't get, you know, hung up. (laughs) So, Coach, I guess I I might have two questions. They might kind of go with each other, but based upon the concept of super senior due to the COVID issue from a couple of years ago, is that still applicable to any of your senior class at the moment, and for that matter, to any of the other? And then what does it mean from a coaching standpoint and, I guess, from a personal standpoint as you see seniors who have been through your two-year, three-year, four-year 10-year scenario as an assistant coach at other places as well as at New Mexico, what's that kind of feeling as they exit versus you now uh, seeing them for that window of time and and coaching them? So, again, thanks for taking the call, and uh, I'll go on mute so I can listen to your response. Perfect. Uh, Thanks, Keith. Thanks for calling uh, like you do every week. So of the 12 seniors that we have that we're going to honor on Friday night, four of them have the opportunity at another year. Um, that's Isaac Gutierrez has an opportunity another year, Trey Hall, uh, Jake Saltonstall, and Dante Martin. Those four have the COVID year that you talked about um, available to them. The other eight have, have used all of their eligibility. Uh, we have about 15 more in the program that still have a COVID year. So the way it worked for the kids that played in 2020, the true freshmen had five years to play five unless they redshirted. Then they got an additional sixth year. If uh, if they played five straight 
and they'll be done at the end of 24. So we've got to, we're, we're, we're dwindling down on the amount of kids that have that extra COVID year um, that have benefited some of them. Now, those, those seniors in our program, of the 12 that we have, um, about half of them were kids that we recruited, and half of them were kids that were in the program already. They've done a phenomenal job with the what we preach all the time, effort, attitude, and want to. Um, Radson Jane uh, is one of the great leaders of that group. He's done a phenomenal job of trying to guy, get guys to buy in, um, bringing them along, especially when you have turnover and, and change in the coaching staff and then the changes that we had midseason this year. Uh, one of the gentlemen we have here, Isaiah Perez, has done a great job with his eligibility and snapping the ball and, and what he's done. Uh, he's For a deep snapper to be a leader is really, really hard. And he's done a phenomenal job at that. And one, he's very liked by all the guys on the team, but he works his tail off. And when you're a specialist and you play a position where there's not a lot of physical activity, but you force physical activity, and he's constantly asked me to be a linebacker. And unfortunately, I tell him his fingers are way too precious to go out there and tackle somebody and get him hurt because that's one of the most underrated positions on your football team. And as much as he hates it, he's done a great job of abiding by him. He wanted to be a scout team linebacker. He wanted to be a scout team whatever. And I kept telling him, no, 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 because you, you lose your deep snapper and all of a sudden you can't punt the ball. Uh, things go just awry. So those guys have been very valuable for this program. Uh, we've, got a, we've got a big class coming behind them. So we're, we're finally getting to the four-year program where you've got a culture that's built and the kids that believe in what you're doing are the ones that are performing at the top. Great question from Keith. Keith gave us a call, 505-243-3333, 505-243-3333. Okay, Coach G, uh, big fan who's here on site at Lobo Talk tonight has a question for you. It's actually a two-parter, two separate questions. So the first one relates to the transfer portal. Um, it says it's a big question around every program, every offseason now, the transfer portal for obvious reasons, the one-time transfer, the free one-time transfer without having to sit out, that's, that's a big deal, obviously, and it's, it's made it kind of uh, free agency. You get one shot at free agency. So the first question is, how do you feel about your team in terms of uh, people staying in the program and keeping the guys here in Albuquerque that you want to have on your roster next year? The, that's a very interesting question um, and, and, and a good one to ask. I mean, the NCAA is still trying to figure out how this transfer portal works and these windows for the transfer portal and all those things. So they've actually created a dead period from November 28th, which is the weekend of our Colorado State game, even though we play on Friday, to December 5th. It gives you an opportunity to meet with your kids because some of the kids that enter the portal are entering because they want to do something else, and some of them are being told, you're probably not going to play here, so if you want to play, then you need to enter the portal and and find somewhere that's able to do that so it's kind of a two-way street which which is a good thing because you've got to have the ability on both sides if they're when they change the rules so we'll meet with all of our kids uh between that time i'm sure there'll be some surprises on both sides uh we won't have a real true idea but we will by december 5th because that's when the transfer portal window opens for everybody and then you can determine what your team's going to look like beyond that it sounds like this is uh, a reaction to a scenario that's played out in the past where it became chaos immediately at the end of the season. And this, this gives you a chance to sort of re-recruit guys that you think might be interested in, in looking elsewhere, potentially for whatever that reason. To look somewhere else, a chance to 
kind of get ahead of the curve a little bit and think about what their future might look like if they're no longer going to stay in the program. It, it very much so. Now, you use that term re-recruit. Now, I'm a stubborn old guy, and I've got an unbelievable wife. And if I told her, hey, I'm going to go check out the transfer portal for a couple days, I don't know how well that's going to work out for me. So I, I kind of have a, a vision of if somebody comes in here and tells me that, I'm just going to send it to my wife and see what, what she tells them. So we'll, we'll be okay right there. So I, I'm imagining what these conversations might go like then um, because there are, I mean, I, I just think of some freshmen who are getting a great opportunity to play for you at a, at a very early stage in their career. And um, the, the future is bright. And you want them to keep, you know, uh, that cherry and silver on. I do. Right. Um, but they're going to be tempted. They're going to be tempted. So whether they express something or not, Correct. It, it has, it's definitely got to be in your head that um, – Oh, I, for sure. I, yeah. um, there, there's, there's several of them that I think have an opportunity. But if they think the grass is greener, they need to go find out. And that's okay. Well, we're, if we're recruiting the right ones because there's people recruiting them off our campus, then that means we're evaluating right and we'll replace them with the right ones. And it also should be pointed out that uh, there are a few that thought the grass might be greener from last year's roster that have moved on, and they are at other places, but their playing time uh, has decreased significantly. Uh, yeah, we have a running back here that's played zero snaps this year uh, at his new school. So I don't think that was the right choice for Aaron Dumas, but – that's okay. I mean, he would have had a he would have had a hard time competing in the room that we have right now. So your goal, and I tell our kids, all, I tell all of our football players this all the time. Our goal as football coaches is to out recruit the kids we have on our team. And if you don't want to be out recruited, then you better perform better than the ones we're bringing in. And that just enables competition within your program, which is the whole iron sharpens iron philosophy. So we are trying to out recruit our kids, and hopefully we do. These conversations, Coach Dia, it feels like there can be some uncomfortable ones. And I, I guess it's not the easiest thing, uh, you know, that's part of your job, um, but it's, a, it's an important one. It, very. And one of the things that I tell families in recruiting and I tell these coaches, uh, I mean, these, these players, there's one thing that I will never do. I will never lie to you. If I think you're good enough, I'm going to tell you. It doesn't mean that I'm 100% right successful so i have a pretty good idea and if you want to know where you sit within our program i'm going to tell you exactly where you whether your playing days look good whether they don't look like those playing days in front of you and if if they can't handle that then they're in the wrong program if they can handle it depending on what the answer is will determine how their work ethic goes whether they want to stay and fight or if they are one of the ones that we're we're building on or if they're not and so it's it's a are they tough conversations yes but they're honest conversations, and there's no problem if you're honest with a kid because you give them the real picture of what's in front of them. I'll tell you what, we're getting some tough and honest questions tonight, whether it's on the phone from Keith in Memphis or on site from a fan here um, at Salt Yard East. Consider the Salt Yard East for your next private event. From big screens to plenty of seating to food and drinks to satisfy every taste, they're serious about having fun. These are serious questions. Well, you know, it's, yeah. I'll go back to another one. Yeah. My, my wife who she has a lot of friends, obviously, and the friends that she has right now, all of their children are college age. And some of them play sports, some of them play football. And because of the connection, they'll often say, hey, can you please have coach evaluate my son? And her standard answer to them is, is always, well, if you want to remain friends, then probably not. Because my son <laughs> lie to you, and not every single kid is a Division One athlete. So 
if you want an honest answer, then yes, I'll send it to him. But if we, if you, if you're going to get offended by what he says, then then don't ask. That's great stuff. All right, a um, couple of reminders about this weekend. So, San Diego State football game, uh, 7:45 kickoff. It's Senior Day, so there will be a Senior Day ceremony as part of the game. It is Hall of Honor weekend, uh, the Hall of Honor banquet and the induction of the new class is tomorrow night if you're joining us can't wait for that Um, that's going to be spectacular they will also be honored at the game this is a big one really is i mean it's it's a great the whole setup to it are you emceeing tomorrow night i am outstanding i mean there's a there's a it's a great deal i mean we're we're honoring five individuals i believe that are going in uh, which is really special um it's a great evening before a football game You've got a football game on Friday night. You've got a basketball game on Saturday night. You've got another basketball game on Sunday. What an unbelievable weekend of Lobo sports. And if you're a Lobo fan, regardless of the sport, why would you not spend the weekend cheering on all three? Absolutely. And, and, and if you don't come yeah. to the, ba- the football game, go to the basketball game. Sell it out. Let's get some momentum started so that we can keep this thing building and then go on Sunday also. Uh, don't want to miss this other question. Our fan on site had a follow-up different topic. This one's important. Obviously, you've got two games left. You'd love to grab a little momentum going into the offseason. What is the injury situation with your team with two weeks ago? We know it hit you pretty hard mm-hmm. just a couple of weeks ago, but starting to climb out of it? You know, we've got some kids that are bumped and bruised up a little bit. I mean, the Deion Hunters, the Cody Moons that are fighting through some injuries. They come off the field. You wouldn't know how bad they're hurting to the, to the normal person. They wouldn't even be getting out of bed, but they're <laughs> fighting through all those things. And that's good because that's the culture of our program. Uh, Shanko Matatuia is going to be back for the first time since uh, I believe it was UTEP, which is a huge benefit because now we can put CJ back at center. We've got it'll be JC, Isaac, CJ, Shanko, or Issei as we call him, and then uh, Tavian Ford. And now Rats and Jane can go back to tight end, where when we had those guys in those six spots was our most productive time on offense. So it's nice to have Issei back. Now, Issei was, was healthy enough to play last week. I think I mentioned it last week. He lost his brother to cancer. He was at the funeral. Um, he's in great spirits. He was back with us on Sunday. Uh, hard, hard deal for their family. But what an unbelievable young man. And, and I, I was so proud. Uh, he, it wasn't even a question of whether he should be with his family, which just made me super excited for the young man. He has his priorities straight. Wonderful to get him back and thoughts and prayers with his family, of course. And now to get your offensive line looking pretty close to what, it, what, what you'd hoped it would be at the start of the year. You know, minus D.J. Wingfield, uh, that was a, a, a big loss, bigger than I anticipated early on. Tavian Ford has done a really nice job filling in for him. When we get D.J. back in the spring, uh, with, we have everybody coming back. Isaac Gutierrez, I think I mentioned him earlier, he's one of the four that has the opportunity to come back for another additional year. So we have our entire offensive line uh, that are all sophomores coming back with one senior on there. They'll all be juniors next year, which is outstanding. Hey, Finn. Access tickets, fan cam filters, mobile ordering, broadcasts like this one, prizes and much more. It's the Lobo Sports app. It's in the app on the Google Store. Download it now and go Lobos. So when we bring you back, Coach G, maybe another look at San Diego State. We've done a little bit of that already. I do want to touch on your senior class, so we'll definitely do that in our final segment. But before we let you go, um, you've got a couple outstanding players. We've already talked about one of them a little bit, but a couple outstanding players and a fantastic GA that you know from his playing days that I want you to introduce to our fans and, and just give a little snippet of. Trey Lomax, who's uh, one of our graduate assistants on defense, works with the secondary, works with the safeties with Coach House. 
played safety for me at San Diego State. Um, Trey and myself had a very similar relationship to Jarek and myself. Ah. Uh, Trey is a very strong-willed individual, very confident. He was a great football player. One of the, made one of the, the best plays that I've ever been a part of against uh, Stanford when Bryce Love, a Heisman candidate uh, running back. I mean, Trey knocked him right in the backfield. I mean, and it was a, I mean, he's playing strong safety. He reads the guards, runs right through there, and knocks Atara, the young man in the backfield. Uh, Trey was very strong-willed, and I'm stubborn, and he knows that. Really? And now, <laughs> I, I think the world of Trey, it's why he's on our staff. I mean, I think he's going to be a great young coach. They're trying to eliminate graduate assistant positions in, in the NCAA and hire full-time coaches. I think that's absurd because where are you going to get young coaches from? Where are you going to develop these guys? And, and Trey is part of our program. Uh, I think he's got a bright future ahead of him in this business, and I'm excited that he's here. And it'll be a little bit emotional for him tomorrow night because when I was at San Diego State playing UNM, I hated it, gut-wrenching, because that's my school. Well, San Diego State's his school, and our job on Friday night is to whoop their tails. So he'll be all into it, and then when we come away with the victory, it's going to hurt his gut a little bit. I mean, it'll, it'll be a relief, but it'll hurt his gut a little bit. We love your stubborn, by the way. It's awesome. <laughs> I won't give in. Okay. These two guys, Aaron Rodriguez and uh, Isaiah Press, quickly. So they're yeah. going to be fun. I mean, Ray, uh, obviously the Ray Guy Award three times this year, a nominee. And then Isaiah, we talked to him a little bit. I mean, he wants to be a linebacker. He wants to do all these things. He's physical. He's one of our – he's the leading tackler of amongst deep snappers in the country, which speaks volumes. And in a in – a, I think it was against UTEP, he partially tore his hamstring. And he came silently. He's like, I can't run. I said, well, can you snap it? He said, yes. I said, go out there and snap it and then just hobble to the sideline. You don't even have to cover. And he refused to do it. So you should see him running on film with one leg. And he still got in on a tackle. So he's, he's pretty stubborn, too, which is pretty cool. Thanks, Coach G. Thank we'll you. see you at the finish line. Okay. We'll have Coach G back to wrap it up when we come back on the other side. Trey Lomax, a defensive GA under Coach G. He's next. We're live. It's Lobo Talk at Salt Yard East of the UNM Sports Radio Network. New Mexico is known for warm hospitality, breathtaking sunsets, and sizzling flavors. Lucky for you, all of New Mexico's charm can be experienced at Santa Ana Star Casino Hotel, plus a whole lot more. Located conveniently between Albuquerque and Santa Fe, Santa Ana Star Casino Hotel boasts 1,600 of New Mexico's loosest lots and most exciting table games, a thrilling sports book, seven restaurants and bars, plus a luxurious hotel designed with your relaxation in mind, as well as your budget. Santa Ana Star Casino Hotel, New Mexico's best bet. This is Lobo Talk on the UNM Sports Radio Network. Let's see, if something costs less, but people are happier with it, that sounds like something to look into, and that's MediShare. Maybe you've heard switching to MediShare to pay for health care can save the typical family 500 bucks a month, and that's huge. But it's also true that people are way more satisfied after making the switch, too. The customer satisfaction rate for MediShare is double that of the typical health insurance plan. Double. MediShare works. It's been around for more than a quarter century, and members have shared more than $3 billion of each other's bills. People love having telehealth and a huge nationwide PPO network. So, yeah, you can save a ton and like it better. Imagine being happy with how you're taking care of your health care. So if you're self-employed or part of the gig economy or you just want a plan you're happy with, you can call right now and get a price within two minutes. A very, very smart use of two minutes. Here's the number you need, 844-57-BIBLE. That's 844-57-BIBLE, 844-57-BIBLE. 
We are back live at Salt Yard East. It is Lobo Talk on the UNM Sports Radio Network. Fans, let Salt Yard Hospitality help you plan your next event. Come celebrate at either East or West locations with fun and unique spaces. Call 505-750-YARD today. Robert Portnoy with you live at Salt Yard East. My privilege now to welcome in a GA, a graduate assistant on the defensive side for Lobo football. Trey Lomax is with us. Welcome, Trey. How are you? How are you doing? I appreciate you guys having me, man. Oh, it's, it's fun to have you. And, um, you know, I, I got to ask you to retell the story uh, from your perspective that Coach, you just gave us about running into Bryce Love. That's a one tough customer, one of the top backs in college football back in, in, uh, in your playing days. Yes, sir. I mean, to this day, it's probably one of my favorite games as an Aztec. Uh, uh, it was a home game against San Diego, or against Stanford, and uh, I mean the coverage we we're in. I just saw a hole, filled it, and you know we ended up winning that game. It was, yeah, like I said, to this day that's probably one of, my, one of the best victories we had. That was a, that was an epic night, epic night, epic hit, and an epic career. I mean, team captain. Um, they have a, a the Peterson Memorial Trophy. You won that as a senior. Uh, what was your playing career like, man? What did it mean to you? How was it? It was good. I mean, I redshirted my first year, learned a lot, uh, came in, it was pretty much wide open depth chart-wise, competed that, that spring, won the starting job, played my freshman year, had some injury battles my sophomore and junior years. But, you know, shout-out to Coach G. He gave me an opportunity again coming back my senior year. Started, won some jewelry, you know, a couple couple, couple conference championships. And, uh, you know, I, I give a lot of gratitude to Coach G and what he did for my career playing-wise. Well, you got to give us some insights. I mean, we, we hear from the players. Now you've been both a coach under Coach G mm-hmm. and a player under Coach G. Um, what makes him special, man? What, what do you remember about him as, as your defensive coach and, and now here as your head coach? I would say as a player, definitely the personal res- uh, relationship you develop as a player was, was major for me. One of the main reasons I came to San Diego State, um, the way I was recruited, you know, they could tell they didn't try to oversell anything. They were real honest with you from the, from the get-go. Uh, knew you got to earn everything, especially with Coach Long. Um, Coach G was one of the persons, one of the people I stayed in touch with when I finished playing. He he had mentioned while I was playing that I would have an opportunity as a coach. Uh, you know, stayed in touch with him. And then as soon as the opportunity presented itself to come over here and join the staff, I figured there was no better opportunity than join him and Coach Long. So, you know, I'm happy to be here and I'm blessed. That's fantastic. We've got Trey Lomax, a defensive GA for Lobo Football. We're live at Salt Yard East. It's Lobo Tuck here on the UNM Sports Radio Network. Maddox Management loves bringing renters together with the perfect rental home, apartment, condo, or office space. They take great pride in helping property owners build equity in their investment. Learn more. Visit MaddoxMGMT.com. That's MaddoxMGMT.com. So now you're on defense, and... Now Coach Long is your D.C. Um, we know how close you are with Coach Gonzalez for so long as your, your former D.C. Mm-hmm. Like, that's got to be crazy. It's been night and day, especially being a player, work, playing under Coach Long, and then now seeing him in the coach's light, especially with Coach G as the head guy. It's, the dynamic is completely different. Um, you know, being in those meeting rooms as a, as a coach now, you know, having those conversations, having that personal relationship with Coach G and Coach Long, it's a whole different dynamic. You know, our personal relationship has grown, and, you know, it, it's, just, it's just been great, honestly. Yeah. As a player, you know, you're, you're locked in on your play, day-to-day responsibilities, being a student, you know, being an athlete, but now being a coach, having these relationships, it's just, it's been great. So I wanted to ask you about uh, the safety group because uh, I talked with uh, three of them today. Uh, the, the pregame show will include an interview with Jarek Reed and A.J. Halsey and Jamarius Lewis coming up 
on Friday night. I hope everybody tunes in for that. They're yeah. terrific. But talk about opposite ends of the spectrum. You've got one guy who came in with a different coaching staff who's been here forever, who's seen it all and done it all. He's all conference, and he's a leader. <laughs> and, and then the other two, they wanna, they're aspiring to that, and they're yeah. both – freshmen but they're really precocious they're already playing and now they're starting both of them too yep. it's kind of crazy so that that's an interesting dynamic in that room yep so again again uh gratitude to coach coach g and the recruiting staff and what they brought in our freshman class is great unbelievable right yeah jarek like like coach g said it was similar to me he's very he's a little hard-headed that's kind of how i was as a player but i do think our freshman class is you know really talented i think the foundation's been laid and i think there's a lot of opportunity for success in this program and you know Obviously, when Coach Gene came in with the COVID years, you know, the, the most important thing was just laying the foundation for the program. And I think that's kind of being laid now. We've got some good freshmen coming in, and I think, you know, there, there's a lot of opportunity for growth here. Football's better with a crisp Bud Light at your game. Keep it crisp, Lobos. Please drink responsibly. Uh, because it's your position as a player, and now you see these young guys, and you, you know what that top talent looks like, and you, you were that yourself as a player. The ceiling, I, I'm feeling like – for these guys that, that we're talking about right now, for a, a true freshman and, and Adari Halsey, A.J. Halsey, and Jamarius Lewis, like the ceiling's got to be pretty high. What do you think, what's, what's, in terms of where they can go, what, what's, a, what's ahead for Lobo fans watching these two guys? Yeah, 100%. I mean, I spend most of my time with the secondary, so between Jamarius Lewis, Jamarius Lewis Halsey, you know, even guys like Christian Ellis, Bryson Taylor, Zach Morris, our secondary is really young. So I think there's, you know, those guys – those are all potentially all-conference players, and I think our secondary can be one of the best for years to come. That's pretty exciting stuff because we've already seen the leap that the Lobo defense has taken from before Coach G's arrival to now, and it's been exponential, and I think that there's still another level that they can take it. We know how exacting they are and how demanding they are. Mm -hmm. um, what about the overall performance of the D this year, and in particular the secondary? You don't want to have to deal with some injuries, but you have – now, you lose Tavian Combs, who is such a huge part yep. of that group as the starting Lobo right in the middle of that safety group and the way they've responded. What about the performance? Yeah, I, like just like you said, you know, obviously losing Tavian early on, early on was tough. He's an all-conference player, but we're going to be so young on the back end, especially secondary-wise and our defense in general. You know, you eliminate a couple of those, you know, bonus plays where offensive had some explosive plays that kind of dwindle our defensive statistics and things like that, but – I think without doubt we're a top 25 defense. We're so young. You know, we're fast. Coach Long is, you know, known for having top defenses in the country. I think, uh, you know, with a couple additions and, you know, tightening some things up, our D-line, our linebacker, and our secondary alone, we eliminate explosive plays. We're a top defense in the country. I think there's no doubt you're a top defense in the country and have kept the Lobos in games throughout the year. I'm going to circle back to something that you mentioned uh, earlier here before we let you go because I, I, I'm sure the fans would love it. I, I would definitely love it. You said the dynamic – Long head coach, Coach G, D.C., yeah. versus flipped. Now, uh -huh. Coach G, head coach, long D.C., it's different. Uh, so give us a little idea. Just give us a, a detail or two how that dynamic has changed. I mean, Coach, if you know Coach Long, you know how old school he is, and he's, you know, almost like military style. So seeing him from the head, head job, he still has the same mindset as a D.C., but, you know, I think Coach G has a player's perspective in, or player's mindset as a player's coach, especially in this modern era, is more relevant. I wouldn't say more relevant, but, you know, I think he speaks in his personal relationship with the player, speaks volumes. You know, he has those personal relationships, and I think it's a perfect balance between the two of them, especially with Coach Long taking the D.C. job. You know, the standard is always going to be the standard, but, you know, I think it's a perfect balance between the two of them. 
So, Coach G, a little combo of old school and new school. Yeah, for sure. Coach, Coach G's still hard-nosed. You know, he's still got that blue collar in him, but, you know, he's going to have a little more personal relationship about it. You know, Coach Long is, this is what it is. You're doing it or you're not playing. And Coach, Coach G's got the same way, but he's going to tell you how to get it done. So let's wrap with this. What are your aspirations uh, in the profession? Like, where, where do you want to take this? Uh, obviously, you're getting started as a graduate assistant mm-hmm. with Coach Gonzalez. How far do you want to go with this? I don't really have an end goal. I'm just kind of taking it day by day, trying to further myself and be a better coach each day, uh, be a mentor to these young kids, and just, you know, help develop young men. Well, we're lucky to have you. Trey Lomax, thanks so much for joining us tonight. Best of luck to you guys this weekend. Thanks, sir. Trey Lomax, graduate assistant on the defensive side for New Mexico Lobo football. We've got a special treat coming up for you in just a moment. Fans, Salt Yard. Come sit, stay, and play. The official watch party location of Lobo Athletics is Salt Yard East and West locations. Your official watch party right here, Salt Yard East. Okay, uh, we come back on the other side. Two outstanding specialists for Lobo football. We've got uh, preseason All-Mountain West punter Aaron Rodriguez and his long snapper, graduating senior Isaiah Perez. They will join us next. We're live at Salt Yard East, and it's Lobo Talk on the UNM Sports Radio Network. When you open a crisp, cold Bud Light, you know game day is here. Touchdown! You owe me five bucks. We mean every sound. Enjoy responsibly. 2022 Anheuser-Busch Bud Light Beer, St. Louis, Missouri. When you open a crisp, cold Bud Light, you know game day is here. Touchdown! You owe me five bucks. We mean every sound. Enjoy responsibly. 2022 Anheuser-Busch Bud Light Beer, St. Louis, Missouri. Route 66 is now hiring for several exciting positions in security, cashier's cage, custodial, players club, table games, and FNB. Hit the jackpot in your new career with great pay, benefits, $1,000 sign-on bonus, free gas, and more. Apply today at rt66casino.com forward slash careers. That's rt66casino.com forward slash careers. Get your kicks only at Route 66 Casino Hotel. This is Lobo Talk on the UNM Sports Radio Network. Welcome back inside Salt Yard East. It is Lobo Talk on the UNM Sports Radio Network. Make sure you visit the Salt Yard tent in the Howl Zone before every Lobo football home game for food, fun, and drink. Salt Yard, a proud partner of Lobo Athletics. And, of course, it's the final home game of the season coming up on Friday night, 745 kick. We've got Senior Day. We've got Hall of Honor Weekend, San Diego State, Mountain West Rival coming in. 745 p.m. kickoff on Friday night. Make sure to check out the Howl Zone presented by Salt Yard. Okay, um, I've got uh, – this is going to be so much fun because these guys, what they do is, is so, has to be so precise and so perfect every time, and they make it look so easy, and it's just not. It's absolutely not. We have Lobo Specialists. We have punter Aaron Rodriguez. We have long snapper Isaiah Perez. Boys, what's going on? How you doing? Doing good. How are you? Thanks for having us. Uh, Thank you. I'm doing great, and, and, and thanks for joining us here at Salt Yard East tonight. And I, I guess um, – First off, uh, the the mechanics of what you guys do uh, give the fans an idea of the the hours that it takes to to make it look so easy. Um, you guys, you know, maybe get a half dozen opportunities a game to work together on the field, and uh, you just pull it off like it's nothing. I'll start with you, Isaiah. Yeah. So at first, it's a lot of preparing individually, and then we kind of come together as a unit. Um, Tightening things up beforehand, you know, making sure that my accuracy is pinpoint for Aaron, uh, making sure that I get the ball from point A to point B, 
gives him the best chance, you know, to change field position. Uh, so, yeah, just starting off individually, individual, uh, making sure that you're good on your end, and then you bring it all together. So, so it's like uh, each person is handling a puzzle piece. Exactly. And then you, you mesh them together. Okay, so what are the keys in your part of the puzzle? I mean, are you literally, like, even if you don't have somebody with you, are you snapping at a target? Like, yeah. You, yeah. yeah. So like, I, I, yeah. I picture, you know, Aaron's hip. <laughs> So, I mean, you try to shoot for that every time, uh, whatever, you know, I get bored snapping into my net when I'm at home. <laughs> so I put a little trash bag with tape and, you know, that's, that's my Aaron Rodriguez right there. And then when we come <laughs> back, you know, I end up snapping to him. <laughs> you, you actually turn it, like you tried to, to put the ball in the trash bag. Is that the, the goal? Exactly. Fantastic. <laughs> All right. So that's Isaiah Perez, the snapper. Now, what about on the, the receiving end of that snap, punter Aaron Rodriguez? Yeah, um, I have to give all, a lot of credit to Isaiah. Uh, he makes my job a lot easier. Um, Isaiah is really detailed in what he does, and he does his job extremely well. You know, I'm not worried too much about a bad snap. Like, I can know that he's going to give me the ball exactly where I need to put it, and it makes my job a lot easier. So I have to give a lot of props to Isaiah. Um, just in the off season, you were talking about the hours you got to put in. Um, he's right. Uh, we, we spend a lot of time individually working on our own things. But we spend a lot of time together off the field just putting it all together. And, like, in the off season, you're really spending more reps. Like, you're putting in a lot more, and then as you get closer to season, you kind of slow it down, and it's, all right, now we get our one opportunity. Like, fourth down is you get one shot. So, um, you know, we work a lot in the off season with multiple reps, and then it's, it's condensing that, and, okay, now we have to be perfect. Like, you only get your one ball. It's not we get ten tries. Yeah. So, yeah. Fantastic stuff. I, I, I've got to do this because it's not often you get a chance, a little glimpse behind the scenes. There was a great scene today that I happened to be a part of and got to watch it play out as the specialists were talking about one particular snap during one on-field period. And it was ultimately, uh, what was the phrase that you came down to at the finish line? I said, like, wait, let's just stop talking about this. Let's wait till after. What did you say? I said, we'll see what the film shows. You know, it doesn't lie. <laughs> You know, I did have a high snap for sure. <laughs> Second one was yeah. All, I I, uh, uh, I definitely could have got my hands on it. There, there was a, a little mishap, and and it's one in a thousand. I mean, it, that's the first probably bad op we've had in practice, and we were all over it. Like, well, what happened? What happened? At the end of the day, it was in my range. I need to catch that ball. So I mean, we were all trying to take our own blame, and 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 it's a unit, and we all we all accept that. So it's good. One hundred percent. That's exactly how it played out uh, on the sideline at the end of practice today, because each one of them was like, this is what I could have done better. They were all ready to take responsibility for it. And then uh, it was Isaiah Sr., right? The leader of the group is like, let's just wait. We'll watch the film and then we'll get it all ironed out after that. But they already had to figure it out before they even went inside. Uh, we've got a long snapper, Isaiah Perez. We've got punter Aaron Rodriguez. And we've only touched on the, the, the first part of their relationship. We hinted at the second one by talking about what happened today at practice. As uh, Aaron said, one op, one operation. How many operations they go through? One of them. It was just fun to observe. So that's why I wanted to hear you guys talk about it a little bit. Um, but you guys are also part of the field goal unit um, for all PATs, for any kind of place kick, right? So Aaron is the holder. And it's a different kind of snap that Isaiah is delivering for that. So I'll start with you, Aaron, in terms of what you're looking for from Isaiah when you guys are working on a place kick, whether it's a PAT or a field goal. Yeah. Um, holding's new for me. This is my first season actually doing it. So in the off season, I had a lot of things that I wanted to learn and, and actually apply in game-like situations. Um, 
number one thing is just ball placement, putting it right on my target hand, um, making sure that he snaps on the right cadence. Um, is the target have, hand top hand? Yeah, my top hand is out. Um, and he pretty much puts it in my hands pretty much every single time. Um, next is the rotation of the ball. Isaiah's really good at giving me laces out, which is perfect. If I don't have to spin the ball, it makes my job so much easier. Um, I keep telling them, like, I'm kind of just an observer, really. Like, I'm just – I'm a middleman in the operation where – I'm checking on Luke to make sure he's ready. I'm checking on Isaiah to make sure he's ready. And they just give me the ball to put down, and, and Luke kicks it. So it's it's kind of – it's really different because I, I do kind of feel like an observer even though I am right in the middle of it. It's, it's kind of crazy. Wow. Well, a, a key observer then, let me put it that way. Um, you're the connecting point between the two right. on the opposite ends of this operation. Okay, so Isaiah, what's different about snapping for a place kick as opposed to a punt? Just to build off of what Aaron just said, uh, making sure that – placement is that placement is the biggest key because if I put it in his his target his accuracy um, you know you're going to get the rotation of the ball to where the laces are perfect every time he's going to get it down for Luke perfect ball tilt you know then it's up to the upright so uh, that's pretty much all that's to it is making sure that the placement is great final question for you Isaiah before I let you guys go um, I wanted to ask about what it is going to be like for you when you take the field for the final time as a Lobo uh, on Friday night you know, it's going to be uh, pretty sad because, <laughs> you know, before coming here, I kind of put my all my chips into one basket, you know, taking the risk. I'm extremely, gl extremely glad I did. Uh, I'm excited for Lobo Nation after this. You know, there's good things in store. If everyone just buys in and just, you know, follows the, follows the leadership around this program, there's going to be some good things. So well said. Well said. All right, Aaron, uh, a final thought about – Isaiah and the leadership that he brings to, to your unit and to the football team. Yeah. Um, Isaiah is an amazing leader for our unit, and I think that it's going to be hard to, to for any of us to fill that role next season. Um, he comes every day with a really great work ethic that breeds the rest of us. Hey, we're locked in right now. If if we're lifting, if we're doing runs, if you know things are getting tough, whatever it is, like Isaiah is a really great leader for us that, that keeps us grounded and, and – it always starts with a snap, so, you know, he, he is a, a cornerstone for us, and, and it's, it's going to be a blow to lose him. He's a good buddy of mine, and, and um, we're going we're gonna to have to work through it this offseason. It's, it's a big blow to lose this guy, and, and he's great for me, so, yeah. That's awesome. Well, obviously, he's laid a great foundation for you guys to build on next season as well. Great seasons you're having, great careers. Aaron Rodriguez, thank you so much, man. Thank you for having me. Isaiah Thanks, Perez, appreciate, appreciate you. Appreciate it, man. Two Lobo specialists. Okay. We want you to remember about Tika Spice here at Salt Yardis. Tika Spice offers South Asian street food traditional items, fusion dishes, voted best food truck by Albuquerque the Magazine in 2021. Tika Spice family owned and operated right here at Salt Yardis. Uh, we're going to come back with Coach Gonzalez after the timeout. A reminder about Saturday's Lobo men's basketball game. It is a 5 p.m. tip, 5 p.m. tip at the pit, so make sure you're there early. It is a cherry-out game, wear your cherry um, and then the first 2,000 fans are getting a Cherry Out T-shirt. So we invite you to come early. The doors will open 90 minutes before tip. That's a half an hour earlier. So get there early. Make the operations of getting into the stadium easier for everybody. Um, and we're calling it Operation Sellout. Already 11,000 tickets sold. We know all the suites are sold out. Hurry now. Get your tickets. GoLobos.com slash tickets. So we come back. We wrap it up with Coach Gonzalez. We're live at Salt Yard East. It's Lobo Talk on the UNM Sports Radio Network. Seven, six, one,
TLC has been providing residential and commercial services to New Mexicans for over 30 years. We guarantee excellent service and stand behind our work. TLC proudly offers heating, cooling, plumbing, and electrical services for your home or business. Come out to Salt Yard East, the new home of Lobo Talk, located on Osuna with a variety of food, fun, and Lobo drink specials. Salt Yard is family and pet friendly, so come howl your Lobo pride every week with your favorite Lobo coaches. The fun won't stop there. Don't forget to visit their tent in the Howl Zone on game days where they'll be serving up drinks, games, prizes, and more. Salt Yard, a proud partner of UNM Athletics. You're listening to Lobo Talk on the UNM Sports Radio Network. If you are 65 or older and a resident of Albuquerque, we invite you to enroll in an affordable, flexible Medicare plan from Christus. Visit ChristusHealthPlan.org and let us help you find a plan that's just right for you before the December 7th deadline. Christus Medicare plans give you the dental, hearing, vision, and other benefits you need with money-saving advantages, such as low co-pays, zero-deductible, affordable drug plans, and no premiums. Enrollment ends December 7th. Contact us today for free personalized help at 888-705-0474. Welcome back for a final time on this edition of Lobo Talk on the UNM Sports Radio Network, live from Salt Yard East, your official watch party location for Lobo Athletics. We welcome back Lobo head football coach Danny Gonzalez. I'm Robert Portnoy and Coach G. Uh, as we close out this show, let's take a look at some of the other seniors that we haven't touched on that will be honored. Uh, a dozen of them will be honored, and we know uh, there's potential that four of them could come back for a COVID season that extra year if they want it, but um, it's a big night for all these young men. You've talked about Isaiah Perez, the long snapper. Um, we've heard a, a lot about Jarek Reed already this evening, a uh, leader in your secondary. Uh, what about uh, a player like um, Isaac Gutierrez? Uh, we did talk about the offensive line, a lot about Radson Jang, your center. But uh, Isaac has just been a, uh, an absolute rock up there. He's an unbelievable human being also. I mean, he's involved in all kinds of off-the-field activities, going to elementary schools, going and cleaning up the Bosque. I mean, he's not from Albuquerque, but he's become an Albuquerquean, which is the idea behind bringing these kids here. Um, Jake Saltonstall, you asked a lot of him. He's played his whole career on the end. You moved him to the nose for the majority of this season. Uh, he really stepped up. He did. He did a really nice job in there. Uh, we needed we needed some added depth with some of the injuries that we were having around. He was he gave us an ability when, when Bryce had pulled his hamstring and Jaden was down with his uh, his shoulder. Uh, we needed him to step up, and he did. And then as we were able to get those guys back, we transitioned him back outside. I think about what Radson Jang went through with the broken leg. Trey Hall, who's transitioned from quarterback to wide receiver, went through something very similar. He did. You know, he broke his ankle last year against Air Force. He finally had gotten into his own and was able to get out into the open field, and somebody kind of rolled him up. And he hopped off the field from the end zone all the way to the sideline with a dangling broken leg. I mean, it's just the attitude that those guys have taken to is just unbelievable. You guys were looking to improve numbers on the offensive line, and you saw a fantastic athlete on the D line, and Adam Gay made the switch. He did, and he's done a really nice job. He's been he's uh, playing over at tackle. Uh, I, I, I wasn't sure how that was going to work out. I'm, I'm really emphatically just happy with what he's been able to do over there. And it, when everybody, somebody goes down in a game, 54 is the first one that sprints out there. To, to fill in for that opportunity. The leadership of a graduate transfer quarterback like Miles Kendrick in that room. You know, he's, he's done everything we've asked him to do, and then when we made the change at quarterback, 
he was even, I mean, impeccable right there. I mean, he's still being a great leader and, and following and preparing, knowing that he's only one snap away. He's still preparing that way. And I know that you love Dante Martin as a cover corner. Wow. You know, he's one of the toughest teams I've been around. You can't have a collapsed lung and come continue the game and then come back four weeks later. Unbelievable. Coach T, thank you so much. Thank you. Appreciate it. Best of luck to the Lobos against San Diego State. We'll see you at University Stadium, 7.45 p.m. kickoff on Friday night. That's it for us. So long, everybody, and go Lobos.